0: brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com/deconversion. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle,
1: or MP3 player. Hi, this is Deconversion Therapy. This is Karen. This is Bonnie. And if you could please tell one person about our podcast, and then if they could tell two more, and then that person, they can tell three each, then what you have is a pyramid scheme that people call a multi-level marketing system. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about that. before, Before we do, Bonnie and I have known each other since we were one years old, and we both grew up in evangelical Christianity, and then we both left, and then we decided to talk about all of it on air.
0: And laugh about it, because there was funny stuff.
1: There is crazy stuff.
0: So we are going to ask you to subscribe, because there's some kind of a math formula out there that if you subscribe, it helps us get found by other people, and we'd love to increase our community.
1: Yes. And talking about increasing our community, you can find us on Twitter. And then we have a secret Facebook group that's really fun. And now I just let them go. I don't even, I can barely catch up. Yeah. I can barely catch up on all the posts, but everyone's really funny and there to have a good time. There's not a lot of serious discussion, there's definitely no debate. If you'd like to receive the transcript of our podcast from (laughs) the first (laughs) one till now, we can text it to you. Just send us your number on PayPal. Okay, But it's going to be voice-to-text, so you're going to get a lot of inaccuracies. Oh, my gosh. The time my daughter was 12 and asked (laughs) us to go buy penis butter. And she goes, oh, my God, I mean penis butter. So we're going to talk about MLMs, which are multi-level marketing. And the whole idea of it in Christian terms is that There are so many Christian and Mormon-run direct marketing, home parties, all that shit. And (laughs) once you start uncovering it, you're like, what is going on? How did we not even know that these are mostly started for Christian women who don't need to be working out in that evil workforce? So there's all these companies, mainly started by men, Uh, a lot of them by men. Yeah, except I guess uh, um, uh,
0: what I also loved finding out was MLM also means (laughs) Mormons losing money.
1: Oh, see, that's perfect, because I just was reading (laughs) Utah is now the hub for all direct marketing. Like, they have become— So rich by doing all of it. And people say, oh, you know, it's totally legal because it's not a pyramid scheme. But again, if you just even draw how, okay, Bonnie sells something to me and a friend, and then me and a friend sell it to two or three more people, you know, you end up, they think it's a ladder. Yeah, but
0: they call it a ladder.
1: Oh, they're stupid. Okay, (laughs) but um, yeah, there's tons of Christian Mormon-based ones, and the way you can tell is a lot of them might, in their mission statement, mention God or, say, family-oriented. So everything we've gotten for this episode has come from Wikipedia, or I looked up the ones we're going to talk about and say, I looked up each one to verify that they have something in their own literature about being biblically based is another thing that they like to say.
0: So, yes, I figured that men would be more than happy to have their wives involved in these MLMs because they don't get exposed to any other men in the workplace True. And if a pot boils over, she's there <laughs> to
1: make sure, you know, the kitchen doesn't explode. If a child pops out her vagina, she's there <laughs> to capture it in the pot. And yeah. clean it and off then, with uh, some
0: Amway baby wipes.
1: Put a little oils on that and good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so weird. So you were saying, you know, of someone and I know of some people who do it. And there's sort of like two feelings to it. One is just like your everyday housewife, and she's trying to earn some extra money. And then there's like this super Instagrammed, um, influencer filtered yes. Yeah. Where it's like they can't stop being that person.
0: Yep, it's that magnetism that the people who they say can hypnotize groups, or Benny Hinn, remember?
1: Yeah. They said he had
0: that, uh, that character about him where he was just mesmerizing.
1: Yeah, and, you know, if they can do the picture just right. And they have the filter on it and they do all this and that. Then it's like, I want to be like that person. And that person said they lost weight drinking this shake or they, you know, their eyelashes grew with this or whatever. And you're like, well, once I slap that on, I'm going to look just like her. Everything's going to be different.
0: But the one that I was talking about, I did not realize that she was that this was an MLM thing that she was into until I started telling me about. Yeah. So the one that I know, I didn't uh realize that she was into these MLMs until I started reading about them. And I was like, I put the two things together. I realized that's the company that she was working for.
1: And I, yeah, yeah, but if the person gets in on the ground floor by the time people the everyday person hears about the MLM mm-hmm. they are nearly at the bottom of the barrel and they're not gonna make anything and supposedly ninety nine point seven percent of women who do this do not make money and a large percentage lose money yeah
0: and um but but when we were talking about Back to this person who I physically have met in person. Yeah. When I, and I only realized I put the two things together today because a few months ago I met her in person. And I told you before, it felt like I was in the presence of the most beautiful person I had ever seen. She's just mm-hmm. physically so pretty. Her teeth right. are pretty, her cheeks are like apples. Um, Her skin was perfect. Her hair was perfect. Uh, she was thin, but not mm-hmm. emaciated and creepy looking. Um, but, but, but like you were saying about filters, when you look at her pictures online, she's so much prettier in person. I have no idea how she's not capturing that. And I'm thinking, well, if she's recruiting people and doing it in person, I mean, I would probably go along with, you know, whatever nonsense she said. You know, and then there's first. the people,
1: yeah, the people who see the filters, though, there's a whole market for those people, too, right. You know, who so. just, for some reason, can't see through that. I have some people that I know of who are my age, and they filter all their stuff, and I just want to go, we can tell. Everyone can tell. It looks like this weird mannequin that is now missing, like the shadows right. that naturally hit your face because you exist <laughs> in a world that has light in it. So, there was, yeah, some of those are like that sort of like these vacuous right. people.
0: There was there was one person who on Facebook had clearly rubbed some kind of wrinkle off of her face, but she didn't rub her whole face. And so oh, yeah. There was like a <laughs> finger mark of, oh, look at that. Those 11s between her brows are gone. But, oh, my God, the rest of her face looked horrible. And I'm like, well, that's because she's of the age where she doesn't know how to do the technology well enough.
1: Yeah, she's heard of it. <laughs> but yet, she's not master. Oh, my it. God.
0: And then people who are probably her age or older are going, oh, my God, that's a great picture of you.
1: That's it. We really are not good to each other. We should be honest and just be like, no, you <laughs> fucked up that filter.
0: No, okay. you should just say nothing. What? Say, no, you I shouldn't
1: don't know how to talk. say nothing. <laughs> yes, <sighs> you do. Anyway, so no, no. multi-level marketing's. It sucks, but so this other part of it, you have those those different types of women who are doing it, but it's relationship based. So like there's a narrative, and a big place that I got a lot of my information is this amazing podcast called The Dream. Yeah, it hit one of the top uh, listen to podcasts, and it's produced and hosted by a woman named Jane Marie. And the whole idea is talking about these. We're talking about the Christian based ones, but she was talking about any of them. Right. There's this belonging. So you're at home with your bratty kids by yourself. You don't feel like you're doing anything much except being with them. And then all of a sudden you find out you can sell some lipstick that stays on your lips through Armageddon and you can, you know, <laughs> tell your friends about it and you do these home parties. So you're getting the network and then they go to these conferences that they really do it up. They have all these you know, the music and the lights and, Mm -hmm. and all the women get to dress up and feel pretty. And they hear all these great motivational speakers, but they also each go around and say, okay, if you were to work at this really hard for a year and make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, what were, what are you doing this for? And each woman would stand up one by one, and most of them would start crying and say, I'm doing this so my husband doesn't have to work three jobs. Oh, I'm doing this as someone was like from the dream podcast. uh, A woman stood up and said, I'm doing this so. We can get a tombstone for my father's grave because we you know.
0: I listened to part of that, but
1: I didn't get to that sad part. Yeah. But, you know, when someone does that, you get this vulnerability happening. You get this whole group dynamic. And then you're all doing this. Oh, you can do it, girl. You go. I'm going to email you every day. Let's be you know, friends, and you're all psyching each other up. Well, and I remember them talking on that
0: podcast once about how it was never replicated, but when they were kids and they went to these parties with their parents, it was a very warm, friendly environment. Yeah. And that's what they're always looking for. Right. And that makes sense. That's what small groups are supposed to be in church.
1: Yeah. But with these, it's like a small group, but you go home with samples. (laughs) So you said you've never even been to like a home party? No. Oh my gosh. All right. So people But you know know. why? Because you don't like them.
0: (laughs) I don't I don't I don't shop that way in stores. Like generally, if I'm in a store, I want the person behind the counter not to come behind the counter or oh, in front of the morning. counter. I prefer them not to talk me up. I don't nope. like to be sold stuff because I'm constantly thinking you're just full of shit, right. And so to see that in somebody's living room, I've always like, nope, because I remember purse parties out in Los Angeles. Yeah, Like I know exactly what one purse I want. And you're not going to have it at this stupid party, <laughs> but I'm the weirdo. I'm the weirdo no, no, and I admit I it.
1: Too. And I would never go to them. And I've said no to lots of them with my close friends. Cause you're saying I shouldn't always say whatever's on my mind, but my close friends, I'm like, you know, I don't do that. And same with my friends who invite me to cookie exchanges at Christmas. I'm like, do you know who I am? I, Wait a minute. That's not for me. But, but you get to bring cookies home. Yeah, I don't You're like you You're not trying the, to give you a no,
0: multi-marketing level thing. No,
1: it's too—I don't like parties that have um, agendas at all. Oh, my it God. M- makes me—my skin's crawling right now as we're talking about I know, but, but cookies— no, I that's that's my new cookies, one because cookies. I'm looking at these stupid cookies that look like elves on the shelf, and I have to talk to Susie and pretend I like her recipe, and then I can't do it. It's I don't. Oh, like. you have
0: to go. You have to talk when you're there. You
1: don't just get you to go do, take right. the cookies. No, no, you can't. <laughs> like I would leave it on the doorstep. <laughs> yeah, Please. can you just put my cookies? <laughs> And
0: a nice Tupperware that you've perhaps purchased
1: at your Tupperware party. So Uh, I've been to Tupperware parties. I've been to Pampered chef. I've been to Pampered chef. That's the one where they have cooking
0: things, right? Like, yeah. uh, And that I like, I like
1: yeah. And it's always like he get a thing of crescent rolls, do this. Voila, you got a dinner. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not bad. Um, but the idea of when people invite you and they're your really good friends and they're like, if I get eight people to come to my party, I get a free this and that. And, you know, that friend is struggling. Yeah. Then, And it's across the street and they know you're going to be home. Because <laughs> like, looking um, out the window. <laughs> I know. And then oh. I go. And then. People can talk me into anything because like Pampered Chef had the baking pizza stones and they had these scissors that I liked. So I really do get talked into these things because I'm like, oh, that's novel. Oh, my gosh. No one else has one of those. And then I end up with it. Unfortunately, I haven't bought a lot of crap. But although there's I guess a lot I, of crap out there,
0: but I'm thinking that there's one good thing to them is you know, I don't have a big family where another family member would tell me, like, listen, you should be using uh, gel highlighter on your cheeks. Nobody's there to tell me this good stuff.
1: My mom, that's coolest. not going to be learned at the party.
0: Uh, well, it, at a makeup party, it might.
1: I guess, I think I've been at one of those. The thing is, there's, I feel social pressure to buy, not financial pressure. Right. It's a different added thing that I'm just like, oh, and Colin, like, I'd be like, oh, gosh, I got to, you know, I should go to her party. And we would talk about a budget because we didn't have a lot of money. And that's what they're talking about. These MLMs across everywhere is women are selling to themselves. So you mean one that's they
0: have to so, buy the stuff.
1: Yeah. Is that what you mean? Well, in in Utah, Utah has the the highest ratio of stay-at-home mothers. Right. And one woman said 75% of the women she knew did. MLMs so the one selling baskets is going to the party of the one selling the makeup is right. going to the party so they're spending any earnings they get and more than that on their friends other shit so you know, i guess so
0: so the goal then becomes to sell the most expensive shit
1: i think people feel like if they keep getting out there and getting seen yeah. Then maybe the friends will return the favor, but from what it looks like the only person that's benefiting yeah. is the company. So you have yeah. say you're selling um there's this premier jewelry that someone tried to get me to go to and I looked at it online and that was a quick no. And say you sell a certain amount. Right. Well, first of all, you want to do it, you have to buy the kit. Yeah, and you have to buy
0: your inventory.
1: You have to buy most of the time your inventory or at least like your demonstration kit if it's something else. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of money. And then they can be like, oh, but if you want to earn more, Mm -hmm. you can work up to phase two called the little princess phase. Before you get to be the queen phase for the little princess phase, you need to sell this amount each month and you just miss that by a hundred dollars. But if you pitch in a hundred of your own, oh really? you get into, cause it doesn't matter how you get that money. Well, it's so I just, guess
0: if you pitch in a hundred, you get inventory for it that you could theoretically turn around and sell.
1: No, no, no. You just have You've to get money. You've already got your inventory or whatever you've got. So it, it depends on the MLM. Yeah, So that's true. some you buy inventory beforehand, some you don't. But it, so like it was this makeup kit. They talked about this. You buy the makeup kit for 150 bucks, so you can sploosh it all over customers. Mm-hmm. But it's only the dark makeup kit. So oh, you've got to right. really only hang out with your dark <laughs> friends or... <laughs> Like totally massacre your light skin friends, and you've only right, got you that. you can have parties. Still... Like, I'm
0: sorry, this is a dark person party.
1: I know, I know. I'm sorry, none of you can come. Maybe in three months, I can afford to. Yeah, to help
0: you, poor Irish lasses.
1: I know. <laughs> oh you my god, the sunscreen edition. Right. But if you sell a certain amount to those Mm. friends, they order it. You get to keep your stash. They order it. And you're a hundred bucks short of getting into your next phase within a month or three months. Then they'll talk you into, you do out of pocket. You're going to make this up in no time, especially because once you get up to the higher one, you're going to make a higher percentage. So it's a no brainer. Hmm. And these people are out $20,000. Someone was $150,000. Yeah. I cannot imagine. But so it's like I gambling, would... it's like an addiction. It is. Plus, you're getting all these emails from people every day telling you you can do it. Right. Add on to that any Christian stuff where you're getting, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right. And that God wants to bless you, and it's a Christian-based thing for to lift up Christian women, then you're feeling even more so that it's going to work out. Right. All right. You have to have faith. That's right. (laughs) And if you don't do it, something's wrong with you. If you don't get your, you know, whatever it is, your ratio of sales. So when I was in Australia, Mm -hmm. I could not get a job anywhere. It was terrible. Here we go. I was (laughs) handing out my resume. What would you say? Here we go. I was handing out my resume. I had a degree to teach, but something – and. Australia, they don't think Americans are smart enough. So they make them do two more years, which is all very true. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't, was like, well, I'm not going two years more. And right. I couldn't get seriously, like down at the shops. I'm like, I will shine shoes. I'll do anything. Nobody. The so shops. <laughs> the shops with a P-E-S at the end. So I was like, I know what I can do. I'll sell Avon. It's an it's no brainer. All okay. You do.
0: Can I, can I pause right there? Yeah. Did you have a lot of people you knew? I knew nobody. <laughs> then how do you think you're going to sell Avon? That's always Be- what I go back to.
1: Well, with Avon, the only time I ever bought it is because I would find the catalog somewhere or they'd be in my, um, so I'm like, this was pre ish using the internet in that way. So, and you don't do the home parties, people Mm -hmm. just need the catalog. So I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a little bit of money and I'm going to feel better about myself. And I was getting, you know, is stupid. Where I'm like, oh, let me read about the products. They sent me information. Mm-hmm.
0: That's then, not stupid. That's what you do when you want to do a job well.
1: Yes, and when you're desperate, and when you think this is the easiest way to do something because of your situation, right? Whatever that is. So I didn't know that you have to purchase those books yourself (gasps) (laughs) that makes sense though I know I I mean but I had you ever thought of it I just had never thought of it because of the volume of catalogs I get in the
0: mail I would never think but that's a great way to get their investment back
1: and the idea that I just thought I'm doing them a favor by I will be handing out their stuff collecting money That's all a transaction done. I didn't know that it was like a dollar a catalog. Right. So I was really having to like budget out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay. I'm going to spend 20 bucks, which is huge. Yeah. You know, at that point in my life. On catalogs that you were probably planning to just go somewhere and leave behind. That I, exactly, <laughs> that I'm going to put in people's things that I'm not even sure if they have women living there <laughs>
0: or waiting rooms.
1: Uh, yeah. And so I did that. And then I got like a call from one person. Oh. And they wanted like two things <laughs> that equaled like eight bucks. Awesome. So, I'm like, okay, here we go. We're on a roll now, Karen. And then I deliver it to her. Yeah. And then I get a call like two days later Uh because it's a cheap-ass piece of jewelry shaped like a, you know, hummingbird and its wing (laughs) falls off or something. (laughs) And I'm like, I do not like this. I don't. And I felt terrible going to call and being like, okay, you know. I know this, we couldn't spend even that kind of money and I wasted it. You know, I felt terrible. Yeah. You know, all these years later, you're like, well, it's a good learning experience. I guess, but I (laughs) had no idea how much was involved. Wow. Wow. So we'll get more into it, but let's name some of the Christian companies that people might not even know are Christian multi-level marketing. One, This one I've heard of, 31 Gifts. So it's after the Proverbs 31 lady. Remember when we did that podcast on the Proverbs 31 woman? in Proverbs chapter 31, where this woman, I guess, is talking about what a really good daughter-in-law would be like. And she goes off on all these terrible ideas of how much a woman needs to work herself to the bone and be perfect and all that. And
0: she's clothed with strength and
1: dignity. Is that right? Yeah. She's got all the strength. She's got the dignity. She's okay. her words are wise. Yeah. She instructs with kindness. So gifts 31 sells bags. And I've seen people ask like, is anyone selling 31 bags? And I'm like, that's a specific number. But then I realize that's the brand and a lot of people buy them. And then I don't know if you can personalize them. I don't know. I didn't like the look of them. When you so say it, bags, like. Tote bags? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think they sell more than that, but that one I've seen around.
0: All right, so 31 gifts. Yes. Okay. And
1: then there's one called Labella Baskets and Gifts. I don't know them. Mary Kay, Mary Kay was started by Mary Kay Ash or something, and she Mm -hmm. wanted to do it on godly principles. And so all that makeup and that company is Christian owned. And you were asking about the pink Cadillacs. So I looked it up and only two tenths of 1% of their highest sellers are in get the Cadillacs. And they said that the Cadillacs, I think, are, quote, given out when they earn, I think it's like 30000 a year. Mm-hmm. And if you're close or something, you're forking up the rest of the money anyway to right. get it.
0: But what's neat, though, is to think how many times we've actually seen pink Cadillacs with Mary yeah. Kay on there in our lives. I know. And then don't you out. wonder, can you buy one to make people think that you're like the Mary Kay shit?
1: Oh. I am the shiz of Mary Kay. That's it. Because they wouldn't come know. and visit. So you get an old Cadillac, <laughs> pay it to be pink, put your thing on there, and people are like, Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with like a muffler dragon.
1: I know behind you, is you. Now isn't that a Pinto? It says Cadillac right here, right here. It's not with a K. All right, um, there's one. Just jewelry, faith gifts, and I love that faith is an acronym. Who knows what it stands for? I don't know. Initial Outfitters. One of my are those favorite. all monograms? Huh. Are those all monogram? No, I, things? I, I didn't look up each one. Oh, fine. <laughs> I looked up each one to see if they were really Christian-owned, though, to hmm. verify our sources. Right. Um, my favorite is Damsel in Defense. What's that? And one, I hate the name. It's like, oh, we're so delicate and all that. <laughs> um, it is... Personal protection stuff, like nunchucks and eyeball spray and mace and all that. Rape whistles. There you go. I would love that. Yeah. No one asks me to that party. No one should. Um, There's one called First Fitness Nutrition. Mary and Martha, that seems to be growing and pretty Mm -hmm. big and i looked that up and it's exactly what you would see in like the cute side of a country store where there's a candle named comfort <laughs> that smells like vanilla and then a wreath and you know that kind of stuff uh,
0: it's toco no, it's so i i just do not like food smelling candles
1: no i don't either
0: every candle must smell like a fir tree in the winter
1: or there's one That smells like a campfire. That's really nice. Yeah, Is it? It is. Um, Something called Daisy Blue Naturals. One called Close to My Heart. A company, Art and Soul. We also have in here Amway. Supposedly, they're the ones that make it so these MLMs aren't investigated as much. Because... Someone took them to court, or there was something to investigate oh. Amway, like okay, let's admit it, it's a pyramid scheme, but who was in Amway and owned it at the time, but the DeVosses. so right, right. that's where we are today, okay, other ones c b jewelry, compelling creations. Mm. Premier Designs, which was um, very not good jewelry. Red Rock Traditions, Crowned Free, Heart and Grace, avo- Advocare, which a lot of people don't know. They're a Christian one. Um, what is that? I forget. I think they're vitamins and things. Okay. And then there's doTERRA. So a lot of people in my neighborhood sell DoTerra, and what it's is it? these essential oils. And they're like, <laughs> "Oh, they're farmed, fresh from the cow's udder, whatever it is." It's all this, you know, oils our or it's, milk, uh, oils. <laughs> all of these. This is essential milk the quality of our oil and our soil and our farmers are top notch. And you're going to buy this little thing of lavender and, oh, but the best way to use it is if you put it in this little steamer thing that you can buy that too. Right. Right. Um, Can I use the one I already have at home? No, no, it will not work. (laughs) Which brings me back to when I was in college, my roommate, I guess, answered the door for a Mary Kay person, or maybe her mom sent the woman over. I don't know. But my friend just wanted <laughs> That's a backhanded suggestion. I know, <laughs> I know. Send the
0: Mary Kay rep to your go-on. I will be sending
1: her. Yep. Yeah. And she said something about how she wanted to get um just like the moisturizer, but the lady said, oh, you, you need to get the cleanser and the toner. She's like, well, I already have my own cleanser and toner. She's like, oh, no, you have to always use the same <laughs> brand of things or else there could be an explosion on your face. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a <laughs> running joke, like you know. I'll listen out when you wash up tonight.
0: There could be an explosion on your face.
1: <laughs> the oh, the tear thing, yeah. They sell all these little oils, and there's even like these little oil bottle holders, so that if you buy enough, you can buy, you know, this will hold Twig- Like a caddy, yes. of your oils. So when I looked up doTERRA, this is one of my favorite things on Wikipedia. It said in 2014, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued an FDA warning letter. (laughs) Now this came across often every time I looked up one of these companies. Right. Right sent a letter to doTERRA uh, for uh, allowing their distributors to market its products as possible treatments or cures for Ebola, sure, <laughs> cancer, autism, uh-huh. yeah, and all these other ones. And later, like, the doTERRA, like, backed down, but supposedly they kept than claiming, well, it can treat the flu and autism <laughs> and other medical conditions. And, uh, <laughs> although there's absolutely no evidence for any of that, obviously.
0: I think it's like threefold life. If you smell a nice scent, it makes your mind feel different and it puts it in a positive frame. And I think there's a lot to having, you know, a nice frame of mind if you're ill, but Ebola... I
1: know. I don't know. I I mean, wouldn't the government have been like, let us have all that lavender right. oil, please. And we're just going to take care of, you know, the people dying. But so well, do you
0: want are you going to tell more about that?
1: I was just going to say doTERRA mm-hmm. came off of the company Young Living. And, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit about them.
0: Well, I it, they weren't necessarily um anything I don't think to do with spreading the word of Jesus, but the um but the
1: founder I think he was Mormon, right? Yeah, both of these are out of Mormon land. Yeah. <laughs> Mormon
0: land. So um Young Living, it says, was founded by Donald Gary Young. Which Donald I Gary. Love. What's... always the middle name. Always the middle name. Yeah. Gary. But the best sentence from the information on Gary Young's personal life section, okay, it says in Wikipedia, in 1982, Young opened a clinic in Spokane, Washington, which offered unlicensed medical services, including (laughs) childbirth. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Casually dropping in, you know what, we're going to have some oils and some meditation and childbirth. Oh, my God. Um, I also loved that in Wikipedia, the word childbirth had a blue with an underline. So you can click on childbirth and find out what that is. (laughs) Just in (laughs) case. Just in case. (laughs) And then you can click on child and (laughs) see what that is. We're going to pander to the really uneducated. (laughs) Um, So uh, let's see. This This is sad, but, I mean, Young had two sons and a daughter. In 1982, Young and his then wife Donna attempted to give birth to their daughter in a whirlpool bath located in Young's health club. That's in quotes. But the child, I know, but the child died of cardiac arrest during delivery according to the spokane county coroner the child who was born normal and healthy died due to oxygen deprivation and would have survived if a conventional delivery had been performed no criminal charges resulted from the death but it prompted an investigation into his practices i would think so
1: That is awful. Yeah, well, that's this whole, like, um, all we need is from God's earth, and we need to get back to that. And there's this whole movement with Quiverful, like we talked about in another episode, and all these, you know, essential oils, like they're thinking this can do everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. If there was a magic cure, we all would have figured it out.
1: I would assume people much smarter than us and the youngs <laughs> would have for sure. So let's see. Other um, Christian MLMs, I said Pampered Chef. There's Plexus, which is one that is more known. Juice Plus, which is a cult. Um <laughs> e- e- cl- it is Eclipse Candle Company, Cincy, which I see all over the place here. I think it might have died down a bit, but everyone would have these Cincy Candle consultant on the back of their windshield.
0: Candle? Yes. Oh I, I like know. that
1: consultant. I know you're just. It's like um, it came out right around the same time as Jan from The Office, who okay (laughs) was with Michael Scott, and then she had her own candle company, and then she couldn't sell them, so she had them all in her house. (laughs) Yeah, it was that.
0: You're right. It is the social thing.
1: Right. Like people want to be there for each other and they want to have like a little, you know, have a little Sprite and some Cheetos and catch up and be away from the kids. And that's the rule. Yeah. (laughs) Sprite and Cheetos. That's it. Well, they were talking about like how expensive it can be. If you're throwing these parties and you're trying to do like two or three a week, That's a lot and how you would go all through your friends by that time. Anyway, you would turn into a different person. Like you'd turn into very salesy, you know. Right. Which I've never been salesy. No. And I don't like the sound of it. And people approach me with that. And I'm like, no, you know, don't like it. Oh, the LuLaRoe. So these oh, right. terrible leggings. And I watched another thing about it. But you can go on Google and it's, it's up, all leggings? Yeah. You can look up all the LulaRoe. It was all leggings. And then they branched into some dresses and a few things. But the leggings, the women had to buy it first, and there is a limited amount of each design. So oh, I oh so
0: they they manufactured the supply and demand dynamic
1: yes okay so you would receive fifteen hundred dollars of leggings and then since the internet oh, would. If, the the rep the rep would um, okay and then she could do a few different things she could do a party or she could go online so. I don't know if you have the buy, sell, trade things in the neighborhoods um, or the counties, but I can get on mine pretty much any time on the weekend and there'll be someone not doing LuLaRoe, but maybe something else where it's like, okay, we've got this design and it's just a woman not knowing really how the angles are working from her camera and what uh-huh. we're seeing, but she keeps holding <laughs> uh-huh. the design real close and far away from the camera. This is $8. This comes with uh, this design. We've got small and we've got medium. Okay, I see you, Sharon. You just joined in. Sharon, let me know mm-hmm. if you want that. You know, it's one of those. And, but this is all online, like on a Facebook group? Well, that's, yes. It, it can okay. be. You can do it So if I was doing it, I could either have people over and be like, Uh this is what we got in. And people would go crazy because it became this weird cult thing of these are limited designs and I need one of each and I need to be the first one to get this ugly banana print legging. Right. Or I can go on these buy, sell, trade things and do a live thing to people I don't know. And just start yakking. Or I could be out to all my friends and just be like, hey, I'm going to do this live event. You're not going to want to miss it. Right. New designs. And I mean, they're to die for. You're going to love them. They are so cute. I just bought myself the mermaid one. And because what I love is to be a grown woman buying products that infantilize women and make them want to dress like little children. Oh, Karen. <laughs> oh, it's true.
0: <laughs> well, we remember when we were kids, the oh god, we weren't kids. We were 18 and we absolutely had to have the high top white Reebok
1: double shoes. velcro.
0: Double velcro. Uh-huh. And and they were sold out everywhere. And it was, that was that, that was that same like fervor yeah, like that. Oh my God, I got to have it. I've got to have it now. It's going to be awful if I have to wait. And I totally remember my mom telling me, call around. If you can find it by calling around, we'll go get them. So she made me learn how to like call stores <laughs> and ask and what 18. inventory they had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably
1: 7
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: But, it's, you know, but it was nerve wracking. Yeah. And it's like the same with like the, the beanie babies and you know, anything oh <laughs> where you can make a hype up that this is a limited edition and this, you know, is gonna go soon. But then everything, the shit hit the fan with LulaRoe because they started oh. the women would get these packages and they smelled like fish and they were tearing and what? yeah. So everything started going downhill and what do you mean they smelled like fish? You got to you gotta say more about that. It was a mystery. They guess that their manufacturer in China, maybe some of the stuff, who knows, was being shipped and, you know, seawater got on all of it. Um, that is um, awesome. Yeah. And then they couldn't return them. But there are women that mm. are just terribly in debt. And it's Aww. awful. I know. I, we like to make funny shows, but this isn't funny. No,
0: it's never funny when somebody just gives into the way that our brains work.
1: Yeah. You know, and it goes such, too far. And there's such shysters and everything. And of course, even if a woman is stuck with merchandise she can't sell or she's right? invested in stuff she can't sell. She loses the money, but the money doesn't go anywhere but back in the hands of the people who own the business. So some of these business owners are getting even a little crazier and one was just got like liposuction and and all these things because she felt she needed to maintain this look to be this powerful salesperson. And then the women under her that were some of her high sellers started doing the same and they they had to keep up. So it got all sucked into, you know, Botox and that's, that's another
0: addiction. Like you go down that path. Yeah. And of it's never quite enough. It
1: isn't. And if you're selling, you got to look like it. Yeah. Or you're selling prestige or you're selling beauty. So But where do I,
0: leggings fit in? Those are none of the above. Well, exactly.
1: I'm sorry. You had, well, you had to look like you um, as a salesperson that you were successful. Yeah. You had to look the part. And that's why you and I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why.
0: Well, I did read one article that made me laugh, and it said um, – uh, that there is a great overlap in the Venn diagram between MLMs and fundamentalism. Fun What? Fun yeah, and it's it's fundamentalism and evangelicalism combined. Oh, okay. So gotcha. it's it's okay. So there was a great article in how do you say it? Patheos Patheos? Yeah,
1: both. Which one? Patheos. Is it? I don't
0: know. Okay. (laughs) So one of the articles that I read before we spoke said something that I thought was really funny. It discusses the great overlap in the Venn diagram between MLMs and (laughs) fundagelicalism. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's just, there's a lot Uh, in common with being fundamentalism, with being fundamental.
1: (laughs) I don't even know what this is about. I'm just enjoying the word being totally obliterated.
0: So you know how you have a Venn diagram with the two circles and then they, they start to overlap and then there's that part in the middle where they both have things in common. Yes. So in the Venn diagram of Christianity and multi-level marketing schemes, there's a huge overlap. Okay. And that website that I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly or not, Patheos or Patheos, they've got a little graphic that says, a few similarities of note. Always be closing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: miraculous
0: testimonies yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) vilification of apostates
1: apostates
0: apostates
1: yeah so people who leave or say Uh, this this is bullshit yeah right all or nothing
0: worldview Uh uh-huh um overt references to jesus well, yes. Uh, strangely low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will take anyone. False, false unsupported claims, emphasis on recruitment, fixation on wealth, waste of money slash time, dishonesty and failure. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> it was just a funny thing to see a diagram there and make you realize, oh, these are all people who follow the the people at the very head who have the magic about them.
1: And it's absolutely really true. Uh, You know, people who are in um, the church can relate to MLMs because it's a reflection of what they already have seen and are used to. And they're used to listening to someone and believing and buying in without a lot of, you know, well, let me see. Let's look into this. Let me do comparisons. Let me see if anyone else can make this piece of crappy jewelry at a different price.
0: Well, that's why on the Righteous Gemstones, Keith was completely into Satan worship. <laughs> and then he goes the other way and is completely into, you know, Jesus worship.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because it's familiar. All of these right? things.
0: Uh, you know, TV will teach you pretty much everything you need to know.
1: I know you could just and us <laughs> listen to that. So I used to work with a lady who on the on Friday she would get excited when she got her paycheck because she said that's when her girlfriends would go out, and she goes that's when we go out and get our pretties. And, like, what? <laughs> and she only worked like part time, but it was all for her mad money. And then she would get a percentage of that. I guess she'd save some. She and her girlfriends would go out and she had little rings on every finger type person. And right. So she would go out and treat herself to a little pretty and that made me think of that's what I'm sure a lot of people in MLMs, they're like, Oh no, I just need a little spending money. Oh, it's just a little something extra for me. And then it yeah. starts to snowball. And if you don't get out right away, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, but then this is a naughty one. The um there was an article on 31. On the 31 um,
1: bags gifts thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right. And so apparently they're um, head person founder, I'm not sure who her last name is Monroe, and she recently appeared on a Forbes Businesswoman to Watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, it said her estimated net worth matches that of t- of pop star Taylor Swift. But here's her quote: "I want women to have the courage to think outside their box." Monroe said (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know that she knows how funny that is. I don't think she does you're welcome (laughs) thank you I think outside my back
1: (laughs) and that's the end of this show but the idea (laughs) that yeah that um we're empowering women by making them broke it's disgusting, uh, and we shall not stand for it, but if you also want to shop on our um, shop, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy 12 of them. That's right, deconversiontherapypodcast.com. We have a cute shop, and you don't even have to swear anything or sign anything over to us you order it you get it we don't touch it it doesn't smell like fish well we, we don't know, ask you how you're
0: doing when you browse
1: we well I,
0: it's the shopping I like yeah exactly
1: they leave you we won't
0: we won't have a, a chat box pop up is there something I can help you with no
1: never go with chat box that's it don't be a chip pile and have a great week Bye. Bye.